2: And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Programming uh, note, I will be with you folks uh, at 9 p.m. tonight and for Bill O'Reilly. Normally I do the show at this time and then I start my weekend, but I will be back this evening at 9 p.m. Also Monday at 9 p.m. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about this hour and let's get to it. Have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? You can't pay police enough for what they have to deal with. And right now I'm focusing on the mental health component as it relates to what police have to deal with. It is an impossible job. Absolutely impossible I, I'm just telling you, folks, uh, what happened. White state trooper, New York state trooper, Westchester County, and uh, an African American woman. And she appears to be an elderly uh, looking woman. And it looks like she's in a motorized wheelchair. It looked that way. Uh, I'm not exactly uh, sure, but that's the way it looked on the video. And she's in Walmart. And all the state police are stating is that the woman had a mental health issue. You see the state trooper trying to deal with her and it wasn't shoplifting. It wasn't for shoplifting, according to the state police. And so, of course, when it's a mental health issue, they are limited in terms of what they can reveal. But the video, the actual video is horrible. You see and you hear the officer trying to deal with the woman and she might be having a mental health episode, but guess what? The one thing she was able to say over and over and over. This is after slapping the police officer in the face they're tussling. He's trying to get control of her to put cuffs on her. They fall over knocking over chips the one thing she was able to say once he she was uh, uh, kind of heavy set. The one thing the woman was able to say clearly, you're gonna about to hear it right now. On the ground while the officer finally had control, she said over and over and over, "Walmart is racist."
3: Yes, ma'am.
2: I want you folks to listen one more time. Now the the officer the officer it, she uh reaches over and slaps him and then she says you're gonna but to, essentially she says you're gonna have to drag me the You know what, out of here. Listen carefully, folks. And as the officer is slapped, you hear the people go, ooh. And he's trying to get he's trying his best in a respectful way, the state trooper, to get he had no idea what he was encountering, to get this heavy set African American woman to the ground to handcuff her, handcuff her, and she is fighting him with everything that she has.
4: You're not supposed to be required.
2: Yes, ma'am. War is racist! War is
5: racist! War is racist! War is racist!
2: It's not funny. It really isn't funny, it's sad. Imagine being that state trooper. You get a call to respond to Walmart, Mohegan Lake. You have no idea what you're, what you're, what you're encountering. You get in there, and this heavyset woman just goes berserk. You see the officer pointing at one point, the state trooper, to see who's the person he's supposed to encounter. And I guess they said yes, and then it was, it was on. It was game on. And the uh, state police are stating that she had a mental health issue. So yet again, we find ourselves uh, in this type of situation. And bravo to, to, to the officer. You know, this woman slapped him in the face. What, what, what if he had used deadly force? And, and, and she was fighting him with everything she had until he was able to finally get control of her on, on the floor. Couldn't pay me. To be a police officer in terms of what they have to deal with, and also the mental health issue keeps surfacing 848 a b c eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 again this happened mohegan Lake in Westchester county also we're going to get to the migrant issue in just a second president biden i i just I just don't know. How he's going to campaign, how he's going to run. An ex ESPN host, Sage Steele, says interviewing Biden was the saddest thing she's had to do as he could not finish, he could not finish his sentences.
6: Maybe they do it with all the presidents. I don't know. I've only interviewed one, but mm. um so I could hear him and I heard him, and he goes. What 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 is this for? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going,
3: because yeah. my
6: mic's on, everybody's listening in the control room. Wow! And he's like, "Who am I talking to?" Oh, wait, what what what's her name? And I was like, oh. "This is like a Naked Gun movie." Yes, <laughs> I was going. Oh my
2: god! I I don't know what the Democrats are going to do now. In fairness to Biden, I have done these uh, round robin interviews with presidents of the United States. So in fairness to him. The president On television, the illusion of television, it looks like the president, no matter who the president may be, is actually looking at the person that's interviewing them. That's not the case. They are looking into a camera where they are only there in a room, and uh, what happens is uh, they have an earpiece, and it's more like a radio interview, and they have four or five interviews lined up, And all presidents say, normally this is the way it goes. Okay, Mr. President, you're now talking to Dominic Carter of New York One. Okay, Mr. President, in New York. Okay, Mr. President, you're now talking to Jim uh, uh, Garofalo uh, in in Baltimore. Now, Mr. President, you're going to talk to Mary in Boston. And that's the way it goes. The dot, the dot, the dot, the dot. But again, an issue of, an issue of, them not knowing the president—that is—I want you to hear it again in terms of her definition, the way the interview went, went, and the way the president stumbled.
6: Maybe they do it with all the presidents. I don't know. I've only interviewed one, but mm. um, so I could hear him, and I heard him, and he goes, "What? What? What is this for?" <laughs> and I'm sitting there going. Because my mic's on, everybody's listening in the control room. Wow! And he's like, "Who am I talking to?" Oh, wait, what? What? What's her name? And I was like, oh. "This is
0: like a Naked Gun movie." Yes, <laughs> I
6: was going. Oh my god!
2: And she's uh, obviously uh, uh, chatting on a uh, podcast with uh, Bill Maher, a podcast that he did. So uh, the also, so I want to talk the presidential race on the Democratic side. What are the Democrats going to do? What's the game plan? Is the game plan to hope that Biden can make it to the finish line, serve, and then Kamala Harris just steps in. Folks, let's be real. That would not be good for the country. But I don't even know how he could finish this campaign. Mayor Adams in Mexico telling the migrants not to come, not to come. But I want you to listen to an interview he did with media uh, in Mexico. And I want you to listen carefully to two sound bites. And does this sound like to you? He's telling them, "Do not come here," or does it sound like he's telling them the the path to getting here and what they might encounter? I didn't really hear anything to dissuade migrants uh, from coming here. And then I have a um, a bad update on tuberculosis as one 100- hundred. Uh, thousand migrants have made their way to New York. Mayor Adams talking to media in Mexico.
3: Learn more to communicate with the people of all three of the cities we are visiting, and uh, particularly looking at uh, some of the manners in which people are going through very uh, difficult and challenging uh, movements uh, to pursue the American dream. We want to be honest with them during their travel of what the reality is on the streets of New York.
2: To pursue the American dream. You sound like a salesman to pursue the American. That's not stating if you come here, uh, you're going to have a bad life. If you come to New York, you may end up in custody for some reason. Uh, to pursue the American dream, does that sound like a mayor that's trying to dissuade people from coming? The mayor continued.
3: It's always a country that has been open to the immigrant population. Uh, we want to make sure that we have a great level of transparency. The challenges that we are facing so that people can manage their expectation as they're on this uh, extremely uh, important journey for many of them and in some cases a very dangerous journey.
2: Manage your expectations. Manage your expectations. Your expectation should be that you're not coming here. Let's let let let's begin with our telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to uh, Dave in Comac. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: I heard about that crazy woman that pushed that teacher off the uh, the platform on the train. She got eight and a half years.
2: Okay, I I I I I don't know which incident you you're referring to. Which one is that, uh, Dave?
1: That was the one where <clears throat> this eighty seven year old. Uh, Broadway singing coach uh, was pushed by. OK,
2: OK. I I, I don't I I can't comment, Dave, because I I, I apologize. I haven't seen the story and I do not like to comment unless I know what I'm talking about. And so and so I will reserve judgment on that. You're saying that the woman was sentenced uh, a few hours ago.
1: No, she was sentenced on September. It looks like September 30th, according to Daily News.
2: Okay, so, Dave, but how is that relevant to tonight? What we're talking about tonight?
0: I thought I heard you talking about that earlier.
2: No, Dave, we're talking about the incident uh, with the lady at the uh, Walmart. But thank you. Thank you for the uh, telephone call. The lady, an African-American lady at Walmart, uh, the experience uh, that she had, Norman, uh, in Brooklyn, and that poor state trooper that had to uh, deal with her. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind?
1: Good morning, Dominic. First thing to my fellow callers: stick to topic, for God's sake. Anyway, thank you. getting back thank to you, Norman. Uh, thank, you.
2: thank you, thank you, thank you, Norman.
1: Thank you. Okay, uh, getting back to listen. Um, I don't really know about this. Uh, you know the the background of this case. Why? Why was the? Okay, this was in a Walmart, I presume. She's screaming, Walmart is racist. Yes. I presume this was inside.
2: Mohegan Lake, Mohegan Lake.
1: Okay. So that's some sort of a Walmart in Mohegan Lake.
2: Yes. I guess about a good hour from New York city.
1: Okay. Um, so what, what, why did they call him? Listen, I think the cops were acting absolutely appropriate. She was slapping and acting violent and they have to, you know, they have to protect her and protect themselves. So obviously, and the other people that are there. So obviously this cop you know, uh, he, you know, he defended himself and took her down. Um, so I, I don't have a problem with that, but, uh, they, did they call her cause she was acting nuts or, uh, it, it's, what was, not, what, it, what?
2: it's not the state police, the New York state police have not said the reason why she was, why they were called in yet, except to say that she was experiencing, they said it was not involving shoplifting. She was experiencing a mental health issue. And I, I just yes. feel really, really bad for the state trooper. He had no idea what he's walking into. And this woman, she she was heavy set and she came at him with everything she had.
5: Mm.
1: Well, I sounded like uh, I I, mean, I side with the cop in this case. Uh, you know, it sounds like, uh, and you know, it's tough being a cop. <laughs> it's very tough being a cop. They have to impossible. Deal, deal it's with impossible. It's impossible. Deal with the crazy people. And uh, he did the right thing. He didn't shoot her. Uh, He didn't tase her, which I don't know, may have been appropriate in this situation, but he took her down. Uh, It sounds like she was unhurt. Uh, They put her in cuffs and took her out of there. I mean, I think I, I don't know how we can... Expect uh, law enforcement to act in any any way differently. It doesn't sound like so, she was going to come easy. So Norman,
2: you know? the I'm looking at headlines that say Philadelphia leaders are promising they're going to go hard on the looters. In your opinion, and I know I talk to you uh, quite a bit sometimes, but in your opinion, how how does society? How should society deal with the mental health issue? I mean, th- th- this is a lady that was in Walmart. The state police officer responds, and she goes berserk. He, ha- he falls to the floor trying to take her down to the floor, and she's right. fighting, and he can't cuff her, and anything can happen in a situation like right. that
1: in the situation like that the cop acted absolutely appropriately i there's no other she left no other alternative she's fighting she's she's whatever she's she's you know there's nothing you can do that's what we expect our cops to do i you know i i don't see how a social worker if they were there would have talked to her and maybe she would have, you know, uh, that situation she would have gone doubly crazy and, and, you know, and hurt herself and hurt other people. So I, I don't, you know, I, this is, this is, we, we don't expect, we expect our cops to do this, to, to stop the, stop the violent situation from occurring to stop and that's it and remove her, take her to a hospital and then, you know, psychologically examine her and then get her care. I mean that's the the only thing that they could do and uh you know I uh you know, I back the blue so you know I, I, situation I think, we, I think and, we
2: all should uh back the blue in this case black back the gray uh uh as it relates to the uh the uniforms that uh the okay, state police, yeah. the crispy uh, uniforms that the state police Uh, use. Norman, thank you for the call, my friend, and you have a good morning. And so, folks, I know I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to do it. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm going to go to Peter in Harlem, and no matter what you say, Peter, I am not going to lose my cool, no matter what. Go right ahead.
3: Okay, uh, Dominic, the fact is this woman may have been judged on her parents or many other things. The police did the right thing, but the fact is you don't know about the other case where the uh, the um, the, uh, the the woman, that, the white woman that got killed, it was by a, an Italian woman. And maybe you should broaden your horizons and and focus less on just black criminals and sick people. What is this thing that you have where black people are the bane of your existence? Comment, please. <laughs>
2: are you done, Peter? Yeah, I, I think. I, I was I went, very, now wait, 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 Peter. Are you going to hang up mid-sentence? No, or, no, no. I no, didn't, because I didn't because no. So. Wait, wait, hold on, Peter. That's what you always do. As soon no, as but I I'm not respond. Doing it this time okay, I'm, great, I'm great, great, you know? great, <laughs> great. Okay, okay. So, so let me so let me deal with it. Yeah. One, one, Peter. Uh, I I'm aware of the case. The woman was walking up the street. I'm aware of what happened to the and it and it, it was a, a white woman uh, that was attacked. an elderly woman, I believe, she was a music teacher. Yes, she was, and 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 it was a, a a white suspect that that had spent a little bit of time at Rikers over this case and so on. I believe when I say I, the, the caller referred to the sentencing. That's what I'm not oh, okay. that's what I'm not up on Peter Okay no wait 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 don't right, and I I, I, I hope I, you don't, I hang don't hang up I hope you don't hang up Okay okay you're right you're right you're right we are having a rational discussion But how do you make the jump, like, da na da na da-na-na, that if if it's a black woman, then I've got everything to say, but if it's a white woman, I've got nothing to say? How do you make
5: that
3: jump, Peter? Well, you know, it's the the demeanor, the change in your voice when you say, you know who does that sitting, the guy in the morning, and he's married to a black woman. But he still has that disdain in his voice that you seem to project yourself. Anyway, on that note, oh, so, I love so, having a, a, a okay. rational conversation. Okay, so wait, Peter, wait, wait, don't don't hang up just yet. Don't hang I'm up just yet. I'm not hanging
2: up. So, on. so just so that you know, Peter, I had to emcee an event tonight. Plus, I had to write several items. So. It's no excuse that I didn't know about the sentencing. I'm not but, talking but about wait, the But wait wait, 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 let, let me just finish. Let, l- and l- 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 l-
3: inflection l- in your voice. Okay, so... When, so, when you say black, <laughs> you say it like a lot of the uh, non... the Well, the lower ethnics on your station.
2: I, I, I say it like... Okay, so wait, 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 Peter. So, um wait, I'm I'm trying to figure... I'm trying to figure out how to, how to respond to this. So... Well, just be you. Okay, so wait, so wait, Peter. So wait, 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 wait. So so all the years of me talking to kids mostly kids of color around the country
3: we're not talking oh, oh, about wait wait, wait wait
2: wait 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 let let me finish all the years of me opening doors for other black journalists that you see on TV now, none of that counts. All that counts is you believe you hear an inflection where I'm down on
3: black people. That's no, all you hear. it's just a nightly occurrence where when a black criminal, and a lot of them are sick people and a lot of them deserve to be beaten or mm-hmm. hogtied or whatever, mm-hmm. but you seem to take great satisfaction in demeaning them and making them seem so human while at the same time, Your station is loaded with criminals and ex-convicts and whatnot. The guests are mainly uh, either accused or persecuted or convicted of something. So let's be. okay. so Peter,
2: so Peter, I I haven't done the story of the guy that was sentenced for shooting the people on the train. What does that mean? Dinner, dinner, dinner from a psychological point of view.
3: Do you advocate the elimination of drugs in our communities and other communities, your, your your statements are meaningless. Because okay. he should be on there every night as a black man saying, I saw oh, what happened to the black Oh, well, now well, well, I get there. it.
2: Wait, Peter, now I'm I get it. you. I'm saying no, no, what Peter, you should be doing. Peter, 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 Peter. So Dr. King and others... They fought for me to be on stations like this so I can put on an African Daishiki and, argue, and argue only the black point of view. You don't think that's degrading to us as a people?
3: Wait you're, a minute, I didn't ask you to do that. You just said. You just said. Wait a minute, you're demeaning yourself uh, because your ability to interpret is very, very questionable because I never said that. Oh, you have a, mis- a, impre- a misimpression of misinterpreting people's conversations when you're up against a wall. On that well, note, I say thank you, Dominic, okay. for a civilized well, conversation. Okay. Well,
2: well, well thank, thank you, Peter. And, you know, maybe one day... We, I you do know, like you, though, because... Uh, okay, well, thank you. I... I, I I, I, I like do like. You oh, wait,
3: wait, wait. Hear me okay. I do like you because there may be a couple of young black students in the audience that can see that Kassimatis is not anti-black. Totally, he's just losing oh, black let, consciousness.
2: Let, let's not go there, please, because when we go to the Kassimatis, that's when I lose it, Peter. Thank you for the call, and Peter, the next time you call. Maybe you can send me a picture. You know how when I when I go to my doctor's, when we all go to our doctor's offices and we can see their, their medical credentials on the wall of what uh, institutions, what medical schools they went to. Peter, next time we talk, perhaps you can send me a picture of where you obtained your Ph.D. in psychology or where you went to school to become a psychiatrist. So you know, and and I I engaged your call, and I kept to my word. I didn't get upset. Yay, Dominic! I did not get upset. It is uh, it, it's just uh, interesting. Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind,
7: Dominic? I love you, but please don't waste your time with these callers. It, you took up approximately five minutes. Uh, debating with this guy do a Bob Grant excuse me and that's it have a good evening
2: so wait wait explain to me to Bob Grant which one you're talking about now in terms of handling the call like that the do, the do, 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 you, do you say you mutt get off of my airwaves or what What do you what do you say Michael
7: off my uh, uh off the airwaves you just say whatever his name is Peter or whatever
3: mm-hmm.
7: Peter This discussion is concluded now. Have a good evening. (laughs) Don't debate and waste your time because it's very demeaning and it frustrates other callers who have meaningful things to say. This guy has a chip on his shoulder and God bless you for asking him, where did you go to school? Where did you get your degree? Because as far as I'm concerned, He's like a blimp full of hot, angry air. Thank mm.
2: you, Dumbin. Mm. Well, Michael, thank you, thank you uh, for that call. What, what, what I try to do, folks, and I, I hope this comes across. So, so I I take everyone's call as long as you just as long as you don't use a a fake name. As long as you don't use a fake name, I take everyone's call. Now, here's what I'm guilty of, to Michael's point, because what happens is uh, right about now, I have more time to chat with you. And as we get closer to the top of the hour before Frank Marano, then I don't have that much time and people want to talk and talk and talk. And I have to limit it to 30 seconds and you get frustrated and, and so on. Let's go to Lisa in Connecticut. Good morning, Lisa. What's on your mind?
8: Hey, it's Lisa Pure. Finally, I get to speak with you. I love your show. And I just want to say that you're doing a great job. You handled that very professionally, and you did everything that you should. You let him speak. You let him debate it out. You guys talked it out. And there was nothing wrong with what you did at all, Dominic. Well, thank you.
2: Lisa, that's very kind of you to say. So, Lisa, have you heard about that incident at the Walmart?
8: Yes. Well, I didn't know about it until you actually brought it to my attention, but that's kind of crazy, and I feel really bad for the police officer. I actually Googled it, and I put it on my Twitter, too, so people could actually see the link Mm -hmm. to the actual spot over by Cortland Manor, it looks like. I've actually done some real estate closings over by that area, so that I know the area very, very, very well, and I just think it's very sad. You know, mental illness, like you said, is a very big issue, and these police officers, they don't know what they're encountering on a day-to-day basis, so God bless them all.
2: And, Lisa, can you imagine, right, she had already slapped him, and she's fighting him with every ounce of her being. Can you imagine what what the headlines would be if that officer – had 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 felt the need to, to punch her to subdue her to stop her then he black lives matter very,
8: very well then black lives matter
2: well. would have been outside and the peters of the world exactly. would have the last caller would have been t- screaming racism because he hit the yeah. innocent black woman so it's yeah. it, it, it's I, I i don't know lisa i i don't i don't
4: have the solution i, gi- I give
8: it up to these these gentlemen and You know, I know a lot of people in law enforcement. My family is also in law enforcement and the military. I have a big background of whatever, you know, and I just give it up to these people who, you know, they risk their lives lives every day to protect us. And, you know, there's good and bad people in every single industry. You know what I mean, Every day
2: when a police officer goes out there, you never know what you're going to encounter. they exactly. they they pause for 1 second they can take a bullet to the yep. head and that is it yeah. game over or right. or so or or, or they they have to subdue subdue someone and then mm-hmm. next thing you know uh, they're being called a racist so
8: exactly I, so they have to be very very careful in these days because they have to watch their back because of this whole Black Lives Matter thing, the movement that has ha- had the X on their back to begin with. Uh-huh. And then on top of it, you know, people are just so riled up and so, it's just really sad times, like you said. It's really crazy sad times and we just got to, you know, every day just, just pray that everything will be okay when these people go into their jobs and and, and all of us. You know, we have to be very watchful of what's going on, of our surroundings, and just be very mindful and be respectful of one another. Like, why start the drama if you if it's not needed? But that's, that's what I don't get about people. Like, why? Why? You
2: I, know, I like that, like, Lisa. In why? Why? And go in a why? positive
8: we manner. We are all equal. You're all human. We are all the same. We put our pant legs on and our underwear on the same leg. Damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why treat one another differently? And you never know what somebody's going through. So, somebody could have a really bad day. Somebody can have a, you know, somebody just passed away with their family had cancer. Somebody had a, a bad day at work, or maybe they just got fired. You never know what's going on. Right. So, you never know. Just go with love. When you go with the sphere dichotomy, it's a bad thing. When you go with a place of love, and you treat every single individual you encounter with respect, you get respect in return. So why, why? Go right. so with love, people.
2: Well, That's Lisa, it. you know, I'm really glad to hear from you in Connecticut this morning and thanks for calling in and yeah. we, we connected here and we want you to have a wonderful yeah. morning. And, and you thank know, you for your comment.
4: you and
8: Frank and the whole station, everybody. This is like my favorite radio station. You guys are doing a great job. And I've been telling everybody about you guys, and I really appreciate all your support. Everybody's great there. Rita, uh, of the Everybody's doing a great job. I well, love everybody. Lisa, Lisa,
2: Lisa, thank you. Thank you for your comment and have a great day. Folks, I've got to take a break. But but notice notice the positivity of Lisa's call. And then notice what my friend Peter said. Well, you know, Dominic, the way you say black you take great joy in denouncing black people. That would be a discredit, Peter, to the black women that raised me and made me the man that I am. That would be a discredit to my aunts, to my grandmother. I, I'll put it in terms. You can understand. I don't roll like that. Now, do do I get upset at some of the stupid things that happen? And Matt Blaze, I know we're late terribly for a break. Do I get upset at things that happen? Absolutely. This police officer minding his business, Mohegan Lake, Walmart, he's got to respond. This African-American lady in the middle of a mental health uh, crisis issue goes off, attacking him, slapping him, and this heavyset woman, he's now rolling over chips and 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 uh, items and so on, falling to the floor with her, and he's got to cuff her, and she doesn't want to be cuffed. And then she starts uh, yelling, uh, Walmart is racist, over and over and over. So a mental health crisis, but she knew to say the code words racist. We'll be right back.
7: Get off my
4: phone.
0: 77! for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org
1: This is Dominic Carter, everybody, everybody. On Talk Radio 77, WABC.
2: Well, folks, I am looking at some of the comments on Twitter. You could reach me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominic TV on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. So Lisa Pure, Lisa wrote, and thank you for this, Lisa. Lisa says, Wow, this caller, Peter, is wild. What the heck? This is the best part. She says, So cray cray, right? And then she says, Dominic, you are great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you uh, for that, for that, (laughs) for that, for that uh, comment. Uh, We are taking your telephone calls. Let's continue. I see comments about comparing me to Bob Grant. I'm going to go to Warren and deposit New York in a minute, a retired uh, state trooper. I don't know how these guys do what they do. Uh, I am going to go to Audrey, some of you. Oh, Dominic, don't take Audrey's telephone calls. Well, guess what? I'm going to take Audrey's call, but first I'm going to start with Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind?
6: Good morning, Dominic. You know, first of all, I was remiss in thanking you yesterday morning when you put Joe in his place. Uh, And you just mentioned again, you'll take anyone's call as long as they state their real name. I don't understand why callers have to have these various alias. Steve is another one. And not only does it really bother me, I know it bothers uh, another of your listening audience, who I keep in touch with, who I'm friends with. So I thank you for calling them out. I don't, I don't unless these uh, other people are very real in their minds, and that's another story. Second thing, bravo to you for handling Peter Peter in a masterful way. Um, what I was calling to say was regarding this incident with this woman and the state trooper. Um, I don't know. All I know is the details that you gave of the story. I don't know if there was any medical personnel that were called, you know, an ambulance and things that they've talked about in the past was having mental health counselors. I had a father who had dementia and he was in his early 80s. And there were numerous incidents where he would become violent. And after, you know, calling the police, it was suggested to me that if I had to call that uh, I let them know the specifics, his age, what was going on, and uh, that he was possibly having a a mental health episode and that they would send an ambulance. So hopefully if there's a team in place, not only with the uh, police or the state trooper and also an ambulance with medical professionals, this would be a situation where I think you know medical um uh psychologists or psychologists could be very helpful in diffusing the situation and helping to keep everyone as safe as possible
2: i I agree with you a thousand percent jacqueline. The only problem uh that with this situation. Is the state police in white? They respond to thousands of calls, and you never know which one. Uh, you know, in your case, with your father in dementia, you uh, you establish that, you set that up right away when you called. But right. if, if if the state trooper just got a call of something going on at Walmart uh, in Mohegan Lake, he responds. He doesn't know much information, and then he gets there, and this woman goes, you know, she just loses it. And, you know, and attacks him. And I mean, you heard the pal. You you heard it. As a matter of fact, Jacqueline, I want to play it one more time. Just hold on the line. Folks, mm-hmm. listen carefully to this. You could hear the woman. She's basically telling uh, the state trooper uh, that that he's she's encouraging him to drag her out of the store. She begins throwing merch merchandise at the uh, trooper who uh, tries to restrain her and then while training to while trying to restrain her Jacqueline the woman turns around and begins hitting the officer going as far as to slap him in the face and knock his glasses off his head i want you folks to listen to this hey!
4: Yes,
2: ma'am. So you can hear the supervisor telling an employee, You're not supposed to be recording this. The trooper responded, Jacqueline. He didn't know it was a mental health situation, and, to it went from, a, uh, from zero to 1,000 within a matter of seconds.
6: Well, you know, the other thing that comes to mind, it sounds like that trooper uh, responded on his own without a partner. I know a lot of times maybe it was due to the type of call— when I placed the call, but usually there would be two police officers, if not more, than one car that would respond whenever I would call. Not
2: not so with I mean, state troopers, Jacqueline. Oh, okay, Gen- generally, okay. in New York it's State, one. generally it is one.
6: Yeah, you see that that's a problem because I mean, what I would think is maybe uh, when he saw what was going on, he could have called for backup and an ambulance or something. But how how much how much can you do in a split second? You know, with two hands and one person. And, and dealing with the situation, so it, it, it's 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 demanding a lot of them, and, and a heavy set woman that that yeah. attacks
2: him immediately, and right. and and you know, thank you for the call, Jacqueline. Some very good points, and thank you for sharing about your dad. Uh, is he still with us, Jacqueline? No, your dad? no he okay. passed
6: several years ago. Okay, well, he's in a yeah. better
2: place now. But thank you, uh,
6: yeah. thank you, Jacqueline,
2: <laughs> for the call. So imagine, folks, right? This officer had every right to defend himself. A this is an elderly black woman. Uh, video cameras are recording. Imagine if he pulls out a taser and she's heavyset and tases her so that she can't get to him. Or imagine if he felt the need to use, use deadly force, it would have all been on video. And then black lives matter would have been outside protesting. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Audrey, you know, when when the show is over, I get emails, I get Twitter, and so on. I don't know what it is about you, Audrey, but what, not all, but but one or two people they just don't want you on this show.
4: Too bad. Tell me about it on radio station. <laughs> 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 anyway, too bad. Uh, what Jacqueline said is exactly what I was going to say about having a counselor come out. Because being an ex-EMT, um, I've been on calls where the family calls and they'll say, well, this is a mental issue. And they'll you know, police will accompany us. But that police officer, I applaud him. And, you know, he needs to—we need more officers like that. Because um, whoever made the call to the—whoever um, made the call from Walmart, um, they didn't mention the fact that she was having a, um, an issue, probably because they didn't know. And— uh, She's lucky that she's alive because it could have been um, another way. But like Jacqueline said, we need more a mental counselor. Someone should, you know. uh, And if you're gonna call, you know, for the police, say something. Right, something was messed up. She was lucky. But I don't know. She didn't sound crazy to me. But uh, glad she didn't get out that chair. She
2: she she did well. She ended up out of the chair uh, as they were as they were tussling with each other. Uh, falling, you know, think, falling over items, and then what would have happened? God forbid, if the officer fell and hit his head,
4: or, if he, fell, or if he, or if he know. fell
2: on a, it could happen, or if he yeah. fell on what a sharp, happen, uh, on a sharp them, uh, object.
4: Uh, that she did, and Lisa, she called and she was saying about how people should just see, accept people as people. Thank you, I feel the same. So. Uh, tell your fans to say I'll give them an autograph and I'll be listening tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> thank
2: you thank you for the call Audrey. Everyone folks that that calls here, I will give you your say everyone. I I believe in listening to all points of view, even Melvin in the Bronx, even Melvin in the Bronx, right? So I want to talk to Warren, who's a retired state trooper, and I've got to take a break for the Chronicles for Dominic Carter, but I want to go to Melvin in the Bronx before I take a break. Now, Melvin, we have to have a ground rule. Don't start lecturing me with history. Go ahead with your comment. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm not lecturing. All I'm doing is going back to what with the pretext while the officer was called in the first place. And I remember another case involving Zaza Gabor when she was arrested because she got stopped by police in her Rolls Royce convertible when she slapped that police officer and the jury came back. She walked out of the court with a not guilty verdict, if I remember the case correctly. Once again, going to this case in Walmart. Why was the rust to put so which escalated the situation? Oh, my God, Melvin, hours. Melvin, why? Melvin. Yes.
2: See, I'm going to be completely blunt with you right now. This is yes. what's wrong with our community. Are you serious? Would you like to walk into a Walmart and have a heavyset woman uh, uh, berating you and s- literally smack the glasses off your face, and then three seconds later you're tussling with this woman as you're falling to the ground? Are you again, kidding me? I didn't
5: see the video. So then if you didn't yes. see the all video, all why are you Commenting.
2: If you didn't see the video, how are you justifying the woman's behavior?
5: I'm not justifying her behavior. All I want to know: why was the police called for? What was the pretext for them to be called? And, and how she started okay, acting Okay. So, up in such so, a so way Melvin, then, uh, yes. now news,
2: news flash. You can't go into people's stores and just act up. And do
5: whatever. See, that, that. That, 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 I'll, that's I'll, I'll a problem. Part- no, 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 no. Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. At my age of 74, I don't see a whole lot. Okay. I got drafted 55 years ago. For okay. nonsense no, history. Please, no history. Please, no history. What was the rush? Okay, I understand. What, what's the you rush? Okay, so, okay so
2: wait, so wait, wait, Melvin. And, and again, I got to, So after the state trooper gets slapped in the face and you hear the people mm-hmm. go, ooh, and she knocks off his glasses is he supposed to do a John Wayne and say, Well, you know, ma'am, I'm gonna pull back and wait
5: and I'm gonna see
2: what's going on.
5: I mean, are you serious? Number one, that you skipped a whole lot uh, of things. What was the police call in the first place? And when he approached the woman, what is that cat? Did she attack them first or what did he say? To he, him he, the on on video I can only tell you what we see
2: on video. On video, okay. he's trying to find out who the woman is they have the problem with the store, and he points right. to the woman and then it's game on. And that's that's when she started. So what was he supposed to wait at that point? You tell me, how was he supposed to wait? That's
3: she, right, I she what She escalated
2: what? Melvin, she escalated from zero to a thousand in seconds. So he got close
5: enough for him to be for him to be uh, on a manhandle. Very interesting. Or her decision making process. I, uh, I, Melvin, Melvin, out here, Melvin, Melvin, Melvin
2: yes. I didn't say the state trooper was manhandled. I did that that's your words. The state trooper. We first of, that, first of all, first of all, Melvin. The first thing that the police taught me when I, I, I've been with them in their training and so on, I've been in their helicopters on their boats. When when I used to be very strong in criticizing the police department, and they showed me, Melvin. And thank you for the call. I've got to take a break. They showed me, Melvin. It is very hard to handcuff a person that does not want to be handcuffed. Very hard. Then you add agitated state. Then you add the trooper didn't know what he was walking into. Then you add she slapped him in his face. She's yelling. She's screaming. She's charging racism. You got 20 people standing around. I see Lars call in Los Angeles. We'll get to it. Lars says other people should have helped the officer, perhaps, because she's a heavy set woman. He could not get the cuffs on her. And until he can get the cuffs on her, she's a danger to herself, to him, and everybody else. Time for a break. When we come back, Warren in Deposit, New York, a retired state trooper. And first, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter.
7: WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
2: Ugh. I'm looking at video of this huge rat. That's on the hood of a car, the windshield, as the driver is driving. And then the rat goes down into the engine area, the hood, which says to me that he's only seconds away from coming inside the actual vehicle. Time to pull over, jump out, and run, literally. Well, folks, a disturbing uh, story here. Rikers Island and New York City jails are more violent and dangerous. Two years into Mayor Adams' administration, says the Federal Monitor, nearly two years into the administration, jail conditions at Rikers Island and elsewhere in New York City are worse, says a new report by the Federal Monitor tasked with tracking violence in the department of correction facilities to be continued Warren deposit, New York former state trooper. Good morning, Warren. What's on your mind?
0: Thank you for taking my call. Now, you know why I'm retired, but that trooper, your previous callers from the one lady, um, she doesn't understand that out in the rural areas, um, it's not like city cops. we don't have two troopers to put on each car uh, until like eleven o'clock at night. but the bottom line is is you cannot defeat and you are a hundred percent right, excessive force, et cetera, et cetera that if somebody all they gotta do is review that. It's, when you grow up as a generation that's used the race card about races, what do you expect when they get older? They're going to use any excuse. If she had truly mental illness, true mental illness, how did she pick that out of the hat?
2: I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent mental illness or not. She knew to play the race card. Hey, hey, Warren, sure it is. Warren I, I've got a question for you. So sure. you, you may be sitting in the, I know you're retired now. You may be sitting in the state police barracks or you may be out patrolling. I mean, it's not like, I mean, you don't know you're about to have an encounter that be, that could be considered racist and make news, right?
0: Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm going to tell you something just before I retired, Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Tuscarora mountain, but there's a hiding spot in there that we like to take radar into and you can't see the, the cars can't see you. You can't see the cars until it's too late. And like I say, I clocked a car. I give them 10 miles over. I clocked a car doing 83 and it was a college kid from long Island heading to Cortland. And, you know, I said to him, I said, I to hope him, I said, it wasn't you know, me, we. but go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. He he said, but, but bro, the first thing he said to me, he says, bro, can't you give me a break? I'm not I your said, bro. Go ahead. I said, that's what I told him. I said, I'm not your bro. I said, but second of all, I said, I'm giving you the ticket, sir, because I want your safety. The speed limit is 65. I'm wants you to stay within the speed limit. And he says to me, he says, well, look at my car. He says, I can't, he goes, this car, if I stay within the speed limit, the car, uh, you know, won't act right. And I said to him, I said, well, I said, I'm, uh, you know, here's your ticket. He goes ahead and he fights it with his lawyer. His lawyer turns around and says to me, he said, "How long would you take a radar during that period of time?" And we try to do at least an hour and a half uh, radar on Route Seventeen Eighty Six every day, uh, each shift. Okay. He goes, "Well, how many cars did you see during that time?" I and I said to him, "I said I didn't see any cars." He said, "What do you mean you didn't see any cars?" I said, "Because where I'm at, I can't see the cars. I go by my radar." But right away. What I think he was going to do is, is he was going to turn around and say, well, how many white people do you pull over? How many black people do you pull over?
2: I got a warrant. I want you to do me a favor. Let's continue this tomorrow. I also am going to ask Steve to call in tomorrow, police officer, because I'm completely out of time. Uh, folks and Lars as well, I want to hear from you folks on this story, but i 'm not going to be my regular time because it 's technically uh my saturday well i 'm not on Friday nights, but I will be in for bill o 'reilly so if you're if you folks are listening between nine and ten. Tonight, please call in. Uh, Frank Morano. what do you have coming up? I'm sorry we're so out of time, Ask Frank, Frank
0: anything. Denunciations. Rabbi Shmuley Boteok and comedian Freddie Rabino. A lot to get to. Wow, that was good. Thank that, you, eh? Hey? That was good. That Quick was, uh, to the point. Learn to manage a clock here. I'm a professional.
3: Look Folks, you
2: ate, hey, and it's your Friday, right? That's right. Friday for everybody. <laughs> Folks, keep it right here. Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight, coming up. I will be back at 9 p.m. tonight and Monday night in for Bill O'Reilly.